I'm going to do visual aid, but for the podcast, it's it's just a sound aid. That's not it. The suspense is killing All me. All right, here we go, listeners. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that was the sound of my new toy hitting the table. <laughs> my goodness. How is the t- table even standing I don't under know. the weight of this thing? The table actually just broke in half, folks. That's right. It's your favorite big brown boy. It's Clayface. The Build-A-Figure from uh, Mattel. Uh, the guy I finally finished painstakingly slowly. Big by big. And, you know, I know it's the common joke with this figure. and Don't say it. It You know, but it really can't be said enough. It just looks like a giant fucking turd. No. I lied. This isn't really Clayface. This is a dogma action figure <laughs> of the Golgothan. Yeah, the uh, the the turd demon. It's part of my Jay and Silent Bob collection. Yeah, you can easily customize a uh, Golgothan oh, from yeah. that thing uh, by just adding some horns to yeah. it. Yeah, no, this looks way too good to be that. Oh wait, thing. and the Golgothan was like fat too, kind of, wasn't it? Just like I think so. And he was like, he wasn't tall. This clay. If you don't know, this clay face is roughly fifty feet tall in, in scale wise. <laughs> it's a it's a foam clay face. We got the foam clay face from NECA. It is life size. It is eight and a half feet tall. <laughs> so what we got some responses to foam Tony because we were kind of half jokingly wondering, right? Like, yeah, who has this? Why? Why would anyone ever do this? Yeah. Why and, would you do this to yourself? And I got a message from a guy who sent me a, a lengthy message explaining the motivations behind a, a foam Tony purchase, which was it's like fine. Yeah, no, that's fine. If you want to own all, all foam entire MCU, that's fine. Yeah, uh, if you got the space and you got the money, I got the... Uh, I got the time. <laughs> yeah. I got the admiration, honey. Uh... uh I'm just saying the practicality of it. I'm just saying they're crazy. That's all. But um, yeah, I, he was he was like, uh, yeah, you can fit like 16 of those guys in in uh, the average bedroom. It's like, yeah, but but would you want? To? <laughs> right, right. Spend so much time worrying about whether they could. You beat me to it. I was right oh, there. Yeah. I was right Damn there. Damn it. <laughs> okay. How about wait? Wait. How about this? Life. Oh, you. I don't think he said life finds a way and. Fallen Kingdom, did he? No. But that was in the trailer. It, he implies it. But it was in the trailer. Where was he said, I think he said life finds a way in the trailer, know. but of course it didn't make the final cut. The final cut being Jurassic World, The Fallen Kingdom, great five-star film. Um, NECA kind of did their own life finds a way today when somebody asked if they would ever get the Halloween franchise back because it's something they haven't had for quite a while. Hmm. And Randy said, love finds a way. Wait. Not an official confirmation, but it was enough to give the the hopeless dreamer hope. Okay. <laughs> Who had it in the meantime? Why weren't I, they? Mezco just came out with it, or has a one on pre-order, has a Michael Myers on pre-order. Okay. But I don't but know what NECA's holdup was on it. NECA will do, like, the new, the remake one? Maybe. They were waiting on uh, the Jamie Lee Curtis light. It seems, like any, it seems like any time they do 
I don't know. I feel like they don't do the remakes unless they can also get the originals. Like they got both Pennywise's. They got both yeah, modern cool. and old Bruce Campbell. Because they have to like satisfy both yeah. new fans and like old kids. Because I'll just... be honest, I'm not fucking around with remake figures that much. <laughs> the new Pennywise, it looks great. And I know people love it. Not mm-hmm. interested. And I like the movie. I'm I not like the interested movie. in the Tim Curry figure either. No, me totally. I totally am. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want old man Bruce from Ash versus the Evil Dead. And I loved that show. I just don't want him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never seen it. And a Michael Myers. Yeah, if they only came out with the remake, as much as I need that Michael Myers in my collection, sorry, I'm gonna skip it. Speaking of the classics, whole- only for this bad boy. No, I get you. But if if we're going for the Halloween remake, you know how they. Do have done the director figures? Yeah, I want a Danny McBride. Yeah, but he didn't direct it, did he? I think he just wrote it, co-wrote it. Oh, it was was it David Gordon Green? No, no, it was the I other one. Know. We don't know. David Gordon Green, maybe. I'm Michael, not going to look Michael, it up. It was Michael Sarah. <laughs> Mike, you heard it here. Michael Sarah directing the the, the new Halloween, Halloween remake. remake. Mm-hmm. Scary mm-hmm. as hell, says Peter Travers of Rolling Stone. So, what else? What else? Did we get, I don't know, what did you get? You got, like, nothing recently. Uh, I got some NECA stuff, but I didn't get anything brand new, really. The The newest thing I got, I guess I could tell this story, is that I kept seeing people talking about the new DuckTales merchandise going to Target. And yeah. I went to Target, and they didn't have it. They had Chip and Dale. You better believe they did. Yeah, but uh, so I asked somebody there, and they were like, oh, we got a case of it. I guess you can look. Mm-hmm. And they brought out a case and let me sort through it, and... Uh, this is the DuckTales figures from Fat Mojo. I guess this is a semi-review. But the paint was garbage on them. Really? I'm talking one of the Scrooge McDucks. His entire left eye was the color of the beak. Like, <laughs> it was so bad. But I managed, face was on the back I managed to find a really decent Donald. <laughs> but I just couldn't bring myself to buy any of the other figures because they were so bad. Who's this company that it's they're called lighting? Fat Mojo. P-H-A-T-M-O-J-O. I'm wondering what's up with, like, Disney toys, because I guess for some reason I was under the impression that Disney had their own, like, toy wing Maybe. of the company. Maybe Fat Mojo is owned by... But, like, he, you know who puts out the... Uh, and maybe it's different for Pixar stuff, but you know who who's making the Incredibles 2 toys? No. Jack Specific. Hmm. Interesting. So, like, they're all over the place. Yeah. And it seems like they're going with some of the smaller companies, probably because they get to keep more of the... Profits. Yeah, they give them real shit deals, and yeah. people are just like, "Yes, yes, Disney, yes, yes sir, please, whatever, whatever you say, sir." I'll make your uh, bad Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, but uh, those toys. There's a money bin uh, playset. There's a star, a Sun Chaser mm. plane for launch pad to ride around. So you in. didn't get any of them. Like, well, the only them. case they brought out. So they have individual figures. They have two packs. They have the vehicle. They have the playset. And then they have a set of blind box figures, too. And mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And so the only thing they bought me was the individual packaged figures, which is Scrooge McDuck, Donald. Uh, forgive me, duck fans. Um, Huey, Dewey, Louie. Gold. I can't remember his name. He's like the short. I don't know who the fuck you mean, but I know <laughs> Webigail. Uh Duck. Launchpad Scrooge, Donald, and Glomgold. And so I uh yeah. 
No Those were the only ones I got to look through, and the only one that I wanted out of that group was Donald, who's in the black sailor suit. He looks so good. I like him a lot. I'm, and those are based on the the new yeah, cartoon, the style. So I'm guessing the new cartoon. he because he wasn't really in the original one except for like maybe a cameo. Yeah, no, he seems like a more significant. Yeah, role so I him. guess I, I was like, wait a minute, why is Donald in there? But then I realized it's the new, it's the new Lin Manuel Miranda version. No, as that's I call not it, right? I think he makes it. I think he he's a, he's a voice right. of of Gizmo Duck. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think that's. N- but it's uh, not his show. Well, I think he's the creator. I could be wrong, but I think he's the original creator of uh, of the Duck, of Donald oh, Duck. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, and yeah, this is actually that's probably like a totally different company from the people who make the Chip and Dale things that I just saw. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, Funko makes the Chip and Dale ones. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, now I hate them. Yeah, yeah. And then I saw. I think the Darkwing Duck was in the same line as those ones. Yeah. And then yeah, it was I blue. saw Tailspin ones yeah. at Comet Cave today. Comet Cave, where I got my last Clayface Clayface piece, including guess what? My Clayface arm came with as a bonus. Um. 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 A. A. A mace a mace one of those ball spiked balls that you can replace one of his hands no that that would be a good idea if they gave him like interchangeable weapons yeah maybe in a future wave yeah maybe in my batman animated series version Clayface. uh yeah oh he's got all those oh you have that fucking thing fuck you (laughs) god you had that so long like years ago yeah but fuck that um it doesn't go with my stuff no um you know how sometimes they'll do a wave, like a, a, the wave after, they'll do like a one-off, like rando oh, yeah, extra yeah, yeah. piece. And mm-hmm. the people will be like, why the fuck is there a shark head in this wave for <laughs> right, no reason? Right, yeah. It's like, it's so you can do your other, sh- make King Shark look different, I guess. From two waves ago or whatever. And, yeah. yeah. And Marvel Legends also did it with that uh, Magneto head that mm-hmm. they randomly included. It's like, it's just for the fans, you know, fan yeah. service. And I, you know, that's good. Good on them for doing it. No, the joke I was making. <laughs> now um, that we got the setup out of the way. The cool thing is if you buy the Clayface arm, you get a bonus John John's, the Martian Manhunter. <laughs> actually packed right in the box. Really? With yeah. the arm? So now, he you is, go in for the arm and you actually get a he whole was like separate hidden, figure He was too? hidden behind the arm. It was crazy. Wow. I mean, what a deal. The arm's definitely bigger than the entirety of... of Mr. John Johns uh, from the Supergirl TV show that I definitely watched all of it. I love my friend Supergirl and her, and her great adventures. Yeah, I feel uh, like <laughs> I feel like you really should. I know you've done this joke before. What Did I watch Supergirl? No, no, no. I feel like you really for this should have done the joke where you open the box, pull the clay face out and then throw the John Johns in the trash. You know, oh that my joke God. is my favorite. Okay, now you, I'm way too predictable because on my way home, I think it was today, I was like, you know, it'd be funny <laughs> if I did another video and I threw this in the trash. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, yeah. I, I, I need new material. <laughs> Somebody send me different jokes. If anybody's not a longtime fan of Blake's Instagram, the joke was hilarious. He bought the seven pack Justice League. He got a lot of likes. Opened it up, pulled the Batman out, and then dumped the rest of the Justice League in the trash. It was gold. 
And I did end up getting rid of them all. <laughs> yeah. And then actually that Batman fell over and his like ears broke because oh, wow. DC Collectibles plastic is like made of glass, apparently. Yeah. Uh, anyway, oh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, this is John John's. Uh, anybody want it? I'm, I'm going to I don't want it. Let's just make the first segment of the podcast now just us trying to sell stuff to people. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, alienate and make everyone want to stop listening in, <laughs> right, the, first, in right. the first 10. I think that's a good rule of podcasting. So buy my shit, the shit that's like worth $12 on eBay if you're lucky. We uh, could actually put the stuff on eBay, but then try and host it like a live auction. But even though the stuff doesn't move that fast on eBay, so we're just sitting there like... One dollar, one dollar. I hear one dollar. On the Do podcast? I hear t- yeah, yeah, and then just sit there for the whole time. You know the po- until we see another bid, and then I've never told you how it works, but you know this podcast doesn't go out live. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> like we're not broadcasting like live. They hear it later after I upload it. Several days later, usually. So all these times that I've been tweeting, phone lines are open now. <laughs> nobody's been nobody's been able to call in. All right, truth time. All those calls we've been getting. We're secretly me. <laughs> Look, I got some conspiracy theories I'd like to share with you. Anyway, um, hang on. Speaking of phone lines, I'm getting a live text. It's not my mom. Oh, what a surprise. My wife says BRB. What does this mean? It means she'll be right back. I'm terrified. Where are you going? <laughs> she responds with a text. That was an email from uh, someone else. Yeah. Uh, um someone oh man oh she she's leaving you isn't <laughs> oh wait no divorce oh, that, attorney that would be, be that would be brn be right never be oh, BBN, be back sentence. never yeah bbn be back never yeah i'm i'm Did, always a, those I'm dear john bbn <laughs> i'm waiting for bbn letters. where are you, where were you going all right never mind she's not responding i'm trying to sell a playstation vita on this stupid app called Let Go that's bad. I don't know why I put it on there. But everyone's just giving ridiculous low balls. Like, I'll give you 20 bucks. <laughs> it's like, no. Anywho, anybody want to buy a PS Vita? <laughs> I, hear, uh, I hear $20, $20. So I hear 25 25 25 New segment on the show, <laughs> want to buy a PS Vita. It's not even toys. It's just... Hey, speaking of the show, let's, let's let's get that thing started. Let's do the actual show. You know what we're doing today? It's Legos. Legos. We're doing actually the toys that made us, Lego edition. The toys that made us? Still still Lego. cranking away at that old gem. Hit the theme. Brian. Cutting out that Brian. We're talking motherfucking toys with Adam and Blake. You're a plastic joke. Oh man, that theme song sure was good. Oh, hit the spot. Welcome to Shelf Life, a collector's podcast. I'm your host, Adam. And with me, as always, is the Mega Blocks to my Lego system, Blake Walker. Hey, wait a minute, Adam. I see myself as more of a connects. <laughs> so it, 
Did you see in the episode of and, The Toys That Made Us? Oh, yeah. When they're listing all the knockoff brands? Yeah, and on, most of them I had never heard of. One of them was Connects. Was and, it? Which I had a bunch of when I was a kid because my parents hated me. And <laughs> <laughs> that was mean. Yeah. They were fun. I liked playing with them because I liked bad toys. Yeah. Uh, they weren't even like, they weren't like Legos no. at all. Like Mega Blocks is a clear. Yeah. Like, They're a brick that's the same size and shape as a Lego that yeah. fits with a Lego. Connects is not brick based. Yeah. Doesn't fit with Legos. Like, uh, it'd like, be like saying Legos and Erector sets. Yeah, kind of. Because Erector sets, which I know very little about other than those. Were they the metal ones? Yeah, the Rascals in the Sandlot used them to retrieve their uh, baseball. <laughs> of course they did, because it was the 1960s. Exactly. And... Everyone had, well, no, just the nerdy kids had Erector sets. <laughs> exactly. Um, and this nerdy kid had something that was not an Erector set, but it was metal, and it was really hard to build. And I tried for like half a year to make a motorcycle out of it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that doesn't matter. We're not here to talk about weird metal building toys we're talking about those plastic blocks everyone loves lego yeah 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 yeah. lego Lego, leg got play well got play well automatic play well that's what it means in danish is that the language (laughs) automatic binding bricks yep um oh also i wish lego would just do a full rebrand just like you know what we're gonna go back to automatic Binding bricks. Had to go back Just to no more roots. Lego. They tried. They they did a very brief like retro, but they didn't go that far. They back. should have. I. They should go back to the time. And th- another thing from the episode that, well, I knew this before the episode, but oh. a lot of people might have learned that they used to not actually stick together, and they were hollow inside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, and they just toppled over. I don't know what the point of building with hollow Legos was. Like, just stick kind of stack these bricks on top of each other and hope that it kind of makes something you know it's like kind of those um just cube alphabet blocks that little children used to have you know just the wooden cubes at least those are like sturdy though yeah that's true these are like light and hollow like those (laughs) those are solid wood they could go down in a breeze (laughs) yeah like you blow on it oh (laughs) i also watched um this animated uh, short on YouTube called The Lego Story. Yeah. Right after I watched the Toys That Made Us episode to kind of compliment it. It's a little computer animated story of the, I already forgot their last name, family that invented Lego in Denmark. Yeah. And sure. it's really dark. It <laughs> reminded me of like a Pixar short that's just like so dreary and depressing. Yeah. That you want to die. That's what that's what I remember. And I had seen this a long time ago and I didn't watch it recently. But I remember thinking that like as I was watching it is like this doesn't seem like a happy story at all. Like you go into it thinking yeah. it's going to be this like and it's like a fun toy and the story. the factory burned down for a second time. <laughs> and then it's like children are crying in the background. <laughs> so yeah, it's like a computer animated Pixar. <laughs> but it's like um, it's obviously like lower budget. Yeah. Jessica walked by and sarcastically goes, oh, Pixar made this, huh? <laughs> I'm like. Close. Uh, uh, no, she knew it wasn't. She was making fun of the, I guess, the animation, the production values of it. It was fine. It was passable. But like most of what was in it was in this episode of The Toys That Made Us. Right. So I learned nothing other than. If you had watched it first. Yeah, then I would have learned a lot of things. And nothing from The Toys That Made Us. So let's talk about 
play well bricks, which is what I'm going to call them from now on. Okay. Now that I mean, you know how um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna still call them Lego, but I'm gonna overpronounce it as Legot. <laughs> That's not even okay. Do you do whatever you want? <laughs> yeah, you know how like uh, to be snobby, people will be like, it's not Legos, plural, it's Lego. Yeah. Um, because Lego is the brand name. Like, I'm gonna be like, actually, it's play well. And then you'll be over here like, no, it's Lego. <laughs> that what the fuck was that? That was like uh, Cockney. That was, <laughs> that was Cockney. It was Danish. It was a Danish accent. Yeah, that was a that was right. What I did was right. <laughs> so the Lego episode. I'm oh. a grandmaster dialectician. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> oh, class four. What? Are it, there? In oh, the grand, the high? yeah, in the dialectician league, I'm a grandmaster, class four. Oh, I'm actually a class five, so. which means I can successfully imitate forty five different languages. Is that what that means? Yep. Okay. Join the dialectician league, kids. It's a lot of fun. I don't know what you're going for right now. I don't know what bit you're doing. It's, or, I, it's not a bit. I'm it, explaining okay, it part of right. my my personal history to not people even a bit. as a di- as a grandmaster dialectician. The truth is stranger than fiction, folks. So the episode opens on one of our our classic beloved toys that made us dramatizations, right? This one is like nothing. Yeah. It's very brief, but I do like the idea. It's uh, people burying, Lego people burying obsolete molds uh, in concrete allegedly underneath the factory. <laughs> yeah. Like they're, to make sure. Like it's, it's, it's mobsters disposing of a body or something. <laughs> yeah. Which is definitely the look they were going for. Yeah. Like, they wanted it to appear people were burying a human. You'll never find these uh, moles again. <laughs> that was my... Uh, can you coach me on my, my yeah, Godfather Yeah, we'll do accent? that off the air, yeah. Oh, it's I want to do Sicilian. Now, Are you going for Sicilian I was, or... I was going for Brando. Like, that was pretty good, pretty good Brando, right? Uh, anyway, what I was thinking when they're... So they... After they're done with a mole, they allegedly buried it in concrete so that no one could ever find it. Could you imagine like toy companies doing that today though? Like Hasbro or something being like, all right, we made our Deadpool (laughs) put the molds in the ground so that they may never be used again. You know what mold Hasbro needs to put in the ground? That fucking jacket. Am I right? The (laughs) one they use for every figure Uh, since like, Gambit and Phantom X back in the like the Long Nick Fury jacket, yeah. But they're getting so much use out of it. I'm talking Spider Man Noir. I'm talking Multiple Man. Yeah. Uh, several other Fury. Yeah, a lot of and Nick Fury was like seven years ago, and they're still doing it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if you look back at like the old figures, like when they were uh, had the different the pack the blister cards on them. Uh, like fa- there was a Phantom X that was using that jacket. Yeah, yeah. There's they've been using that jacket oh, forever. Yeah. Time to put the mold under the factory, Hasbro. That's put, what I'm saying. Put, yes, exactly. Put that long duster in the Earth's crust. Give us a new Jim Lee Gambit and mold a brand new jacket for I that demand bad boy. A Jim Lee Gambit. I've seen enough customs using that jacket. Okay, yeah, I've yeah. had it. Give him a new jacket. I'm opening a drawer, folks. There's the culprit right there. There it is. There you it can't is. see it, but it's a loose. 
<laughs> it looks so funny on its own. There, I saw today a picture of somebody selling something on eBay, and it was the new Multiple Man. But yeah. the Build-A-Figure piece was taken, and the jacket was taken. What the fuck? So it looked so weird. It was obviously a customizer, just... You know, and at least they were he pretty... He wasn't trying to sell it. Right, like he wasn't, like, deal. taking it back to the store or anything like that. Um, it was like, That's what I would do. I would just take it back. Yeah, it was like, here, I stripped this figure. You can get it for cheap. Okay. Um, at least he was honest. But it looked really funny because the multiple yeah. man... It was like the, the jumpsuit. The jacket But then arms. he had the jacket arms. Yeah, it was you take really the funny. jacket off. It's not like you can just use him, like... <laughs> Right. Like these are his normal arms he's now. He's a piece of trash. No, he's He's, he's got trash. a jumpsuit with really baggy arms on it. So the drawer I opened for a little uh, for visual aid. It's capes and coats. It's about 17 capes and like two jackets. <laughs> Anywho. Thanks. Back to Lego. I should put that jacket on this guy. This yeah. is my snake eyes looking custom uh, the parody custom, I'll call him, that I just stuck every accessory I could <laughs> yeah. possibly stick on a figure. Yeah. That um, jacket will be hard to get on that guy. You notice anything about the mug that I brought today? It, Blake. I noticed it. I didn't put two you and were, two oh together. Oh my God. Adam didn't even notice that my mug is made of Lego brick. But. Well, I you, would say Lego compatible. Okay. All right. You uh, you win. This is not an officially licensed you Lego pass. mug. You pass the test. You know how I can tell? Doesn't have Do- Lego on every... Doesn't say Lego. You're yeah. ex- exactly. Doesn't say Lego on each peg. I think I wrote something about that. I don't know. Oh, yeah. They uh, were really worried about... Uh, about knockoff? Infringement on... But it's a good company. thing that they... But they were a small family company. They almost had to be. Yeah. But it's a good thing they did little things like put Lego on every stud because there have never been any knockoffs to this day. So it worked. <laughs> it worked folks. Um, yeah. So do you know all the different ways you can tell a knockoff? I've had conversations about that sort of thing with like people at cons who are selling Lego. You, you, you you've seen those people, right? Yeah. yeah. Every con there's like five guys. Bootleg minifigures yeah. and stuff. Yeah. There's like five guys with a hundred bootleg superheroes. Yeah. One time I went up to them. Do you think they just buy and trade amongst themselves? Like they keep trying to sell to other people, but they're only just it's like this small network of bootleg Lego figures. They sell all their trash to each other. (laughs) Yeah. uh, One of them is clearly one of the Chinese knockoffs brands. And I could tell by like uh, it was either the pegs. I think you can tell by looking at the bottom of their feet. By taking the torso off the legs and looking at how they connect and they connect differently. Yeah. And I was like, now these aren't, these aren't Lego, are they? Uh, Official Lego. And he, what did he say? He said, they're, they're mini figures. (laughs) (laughs) They're mini figures. Oh, okay. To reassure me that they were in fact mini figures. (laughs) He wouldn't, he He doesn't, he, he. I see. It's a salesman tactic. Well, like, he was uh, good. He was good. He did not use the word Lego once. Yeah. So he didn't slip. Are and these Lego? Oh, they're definitely minifigures. All right. Long story short, I spent $600 on a knockoff Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's I mean, like, but you can tell the bootleg minifigures. Yeah. They don't look any. I mean, just, they're, just they're, the, the whatever the not paint. And I don't know if they're stickers or whatever, but just the face. Does not look the same at all. Yeah. Oh, 
Well, they like try to like uh, stamp, I guess, the yeah. same paint, but like the paint actually will scrape off much easier. Mm-hmm. And like on a Lego, like you can't get that crap off yeah. unless you abuse the hell out of it like a child would. Right. But why would you ever give a child a great collectible toy like yeah, Lego? Never. Uh, not a, No child of mine. Yeah, my kids just sit in a barren room while I play with all the toys in my room. Daddy's toys, get yeah. away! Out of here. Yeah, so knockoffs, knockoff minifigures are kind of like old-fashioned Legos in that they're more hollow. They're usually lighter. I used to have a knockoff Deadpool. I used to have a bunch of knockoffs. Man. And I got rid of, like... So can I tell you about how I used to collect a lot more Lego? We should both tell yeah. our Lego. Actually, yeah, because it seems like we do have a lot. Let's of... both tell our Lego okay. life stories. Do you have a long history with Lego? Um, Here's my earliest Lego memory is. And I found this set uh, not too long ago, and I was going to buy it just so I could finally. I think I told you this story, but um, so there was a firefighter set from the late 80s. I can't remember the name of it now. I did have it memorized for a while. But I bought it. It was Jack Stone. <laughs> it was not Jack Stone. I never owned Jack Stone. We're going to talk about that later. Um, but it was a firefighter set, and I was putting it together. And I think it was like the first time I can remember really trying to put together a full Lego set. Mm-hmm. And I was at a hair salon with my mom while she was getting her hair done. And I was in the waiting area. And I got it almost completely done. And I went to put the tires on. And they didn't fit because I had put the wheel wells just like one peg uh. off in the wrong direction. And I was so fr- – and the way it was set up, I was it wasn't just like fix it. I had to like reassemble a bunch oh, of stuff. God. And I got so frustrated, I smashed it to the ground. <laughs> the pieces went everywhere, so I was not able to retrieve them all. And they I was never like- able to finish that. <laughs> and to this day, it is a great regret of mine that I have not been able to – which is why I was going to buy that set. Just so I can make that thing and can you find it? Yeah. There's websites where people have like recreated sets oh. by putting together like finding old bricks and stuff like but that. But I'm wondering if like the set itself is available on eBay or maybe it's like exorbitantly expensive. It might be, yeah. Like vintage sets. But when when I found I found a website where I could buy this like loose bricks for the set and it wasn't that expensive. I think it was like ten bucks or something to do it. But Okay. Yeah, and people put their own uh, of course, instructions online. Yeah. So your earliest memory was smashing your fire truck all over the salon floor. Yeah. And those pieces just became fodder for, you know, whatever imaginative thing I came up with at home, you know, but right. I was never able to put together that full fire firefighter set. Any Anything else? Did you get in, like, how, well, how late into your childhood did you continue to... To use Lego. I mean, I was, you know, just like everything. When I was in high school, I was collecting figures and stuff, and I think I was still buying some Lego sets at that. But time. more focused on the minifigures as you got older. Probably, yeah. So um, me. but I remember when I was younger, there were two sets I loved a lot, and I think these were kind of early '90s um, sets. One of them was a time traveling theme set. That was very derivative of Back to the Future. It was like one of the minifigures was like a a wild haired scientist Why guy. Why do I not know this? And Why the other one was a teenager, like so a teenage weird. kid. And they had, you know how they do. They have the scalable sets. Which they had were, a DeLorean. <laughs> no, no, but it was some sort of vehicle. And then they had the large, you know, the big sets that 
no kids ever actually get. Yeah. Was I may have been a fucking train. I'm not sure. But <laughs> um, but yeah, I loved I loved that time traveler set. And then there was another set that was I like I had that Mars. Like it was one of the space sets that. Yeah, I think. I remember uh, that. Yeah. There were so many space ones. And like robot ones and stuff. I loved those. And like I said, I would always make the kits and like keep them together for a long time. But if they ever broke, then they just became. I never like reassembled stuff. If they ever got destroyed, it would always just. Then I would make my own stuff. Yeah. That's kind of how I was. Uh, most of my childhood, I remember I kept like a few buckets in my toy closet um full of just like random pieces but i think most of it was like space related stuff yeah a lot of those little neon green antennas yes. long neon green antennas which were also <laughs> great as laser beams yeah they were they could be an antenna or a gun they're usually a weapon part and i made so many ships i never like i don't have memories of building anything from the instructions like yeah. that was not something i did as a kid and I lost my imagination as an adult and just made the Batmobile exactly how the book tells you to yeah. do it. Of course, we didn't have Batmobiles when I was a kid. We had to make our own fun. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so many spaceships. Yeah, I, I used to do, I would take all my Legos and just make as many different like little vehicles as I could. Just however far I could stretch all of those Legos (laughs) to make as many vehicles. And it would almost be like, I would play like almost a Mad Max Fury road type scenario or like a wacky races type thing, you know, where I had a character named Furiosa, (laughs) strangely precious. She had a robot arm and weird. Um, in her vehicle, I put all these concubines that were (laughs) used for breeding. Um, so ahead of your time (laughs) but uh yeah so i i don't i think it was probably more inspired by wacky races than than (laughs) oh yeah that other post-apocalyptic uh (laughs) car show yeah where it's just oh a fun race for all these people but it was always funny because some of the vehicles would be really big and elaborate and then by the last ones that i had made it was just like one little plank with two wheels on it or something you know it was like barely you ran out of pieces yeah yeah like but i still gonna make every every piece work see in a way you were almost like a completionist even back then where i had to use everything that's how your completionism expressed itself i wasn't like that i would instead of the quantity i mean i went for quality over quantity um humble brag I would like just try to use all the junk I had to make like the biggest, most like uh detailed spaceship with like the most junk on it I possibly could. Yeah. And it like fell apart under its right. own weight every time <laughs> yeah. because I didn't know how to make things like sturdy like they do in the in the the system. Yeah. Uh <laughs> cut to cut to a shot of that guy. Yeah, except in my version I do it in a Hank Hill voice. The system. <laughs> That was bad. <laughs> Jessica's going to yell at I'll me. coach you on that one. Okay. Yeah. This guy's going to coach me on how to do Mike Judge voices. Okay. <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, okay. So what I was building spaceships. And then, of course, there was a long hiatus where I was way too cool for that kind of shit. And what got... I'm trying to think if, like, Batman stuff got me back into it. Because, like... They first started doing licensed Legos with Star Wars, the Phantom Menace. Yeah. Um, and of course, I couldn't care less at that time about the. Uh, I I mean, I realized that the movie was dog shit and I didn't I wasn't into toys at the time. 
Um, and then I didn't care about Harry Potter or any of the other licenses. Oh, no, it was. Yeah. So like the superhero stuff and Batman probably is what is responsible for getting yeah. me into it. And mostly many figures now. Right. Which they quickly realized that there was a whole separate market just for the minifigure thing. Like, Oh yeah. It's, and it's like uh, as big or bigger. No, nah, yeah. maybe not. They, they do pretty well on selling tiny bags of the individual bags. minifigures. Yeah. Like that's their whole adult collector market at least. Um, and then like the mini builds, is that also what you're talking about? No, I was mainly talking about minifigures. Uh, yeah. But, but like the, like, little Toys R Us and Target exclusives and stuff. That yeah. Sometimes one will become really rare and valuable and people will freak out because they can't get it. Yeah. It's like, it's a Robin cycle. It looks like crap, <laughs> but I gotta have it. <laughs> that was like me. Crap. That was literally an impression of myself, I think. <laughs> from a few years ago. Yeah, from literally a few years back when Toys R Us, <laughs> RIP, was still a store. Um, So, and I have, I'll I'll talk about right now, we, you can't see, dear listener, but we're staring at my, uh, I have all of series one and two, of course, of the Lego Batman movie, uh, blind bag minifigure series. We'll get, Brian, put the, take a picture of that and put it on the website. Brian, put the camera at that for our YouTube show that we do. Put that on, yeah, put that on YouTube in the website, please. Thanks, Brian. If you're not watching the Shelf Life YouTube series, you're missing out. Uh... That should be something we do, right? It should be, but I feel like we have enough, a tough enough time wrangling each other together for this it's podcast. It's so hard to, like, do the work. <laughs> How do people do a we podcast We just want to show up and talk like, about toys. It's hard to make it happen every two weeks. There are people out there doing good shows every single day of week. Yeah. But also, those people don't have real jobs. Well, they may not need them, though, because they're making enough money off That's of it. That's the thing. They're Hollywood types. You wouldn't understand, <laughs> Adam, and I would. Uh, so, no, what I wanted to talk about f- from my early childhood was, I think this was even before I had my own buckets of space Legos. Um, my grandma would have these uh, buckets at her house that we'd only, you know how you only have toys that you play with when you go over to grandma's? Yes. Because they live there. And my grandma had the worst it was like, oh, I need to hear remember those that. wooden blocks that I was just referencing? It was like, that was it. Oh my me, and my, me and my sister were like 11 years oh, old shit. trying to put together wooden blocks oh, no. because we had nothing else to play with at grandma's house. I think we had, okay, I think we had those two at, at grandma's, but we also had Lego, which was, which was dope. Yeah. But are you talking about the ones with like the arch shape and the triangle shape? The, okay, no, no, no. These were... Or the ABC. Yeah, they were wooden cubes. And they these were actually Sesame Street brand. So, like, oh, one nice. side would have a number. One side would have a letter. One side would have a Sesame Street character. And you had those motherfuckers memorized. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, every time Christmas rolled around, well, let's see how high we can get the stack this time. We're definitely not getting any presents. <laughs> <laughs> All the presents were sweaters every Adam, single time. Adam grew up in the 1930s. Not many people know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, the, so she had like a bucket or two of vintage Lego. And oh, wow. You know, this is how I can tell how old they are. You know, in, in the in the episode, in the Toys That Made Us episode, they show before there were many figures, 
there were these bizarre, like big clunky people with like round head. Yeah. Like, oh ball, yeah. Yeah. Ball shaped heads. Yeah. And they had articulated arms mm-hmm. and I don't think they had legs. She had those. Like oh, those wow. were among the things that we played with That's when we were crazy. kids. Like yeah. they were in there. And I don't even I didn't know what year they were from when I was playing. Yeah. This would have been the late eighties, early nineties. And these things were from the seventies yeah. or maybe earlier. It seems like well, I guess that was more duplo. I was gonna say they had some bigger figures like that too. Pre, yeah. Pre mini figure. Duplo, but though. That was the duplo. We, yeah, figure, so, so like they wouldn't scale with a modern minifigure. They're they like weren't bigger in the system. No, they did fit with the system, mm. but they didn't scale with a minifigure. Oh, gotcha. Okay. But in some, they had our, like I say, they had articulated elbows. So who's to say which is better? Maybe they should go back to it. I don't know. <laughs> um, I think either, I don't know if this was concurrent or maybe after that, they, they showed these briefly in the episode. She also had some of these in the bucket. Minifigures where the head had no face on it. This sounds creepy, but it's real. And they showed it in the episode. I don't know if yeah. you saw it. It was like little policemen that you stick in your Lego city or whatever. Yeah. Or firemen. You stick a hat on it, but it's like just like a yellow head, no face. And then just like a body with no like articulated arms or legs. Mm-hmm. It was, it's weird. Yeah. But we use those as the people too. Well, you know. And imagination can go a long way. Blake. And it did. It's <laughs> my imagination was stretched so damn thin. <laughs> so uh, I was like concurrently using the big round-headed people, the armless, legless people <laughs> with no faces, and the more modern-style minifigures. And how did you rec- reconcile that in your mind, Blake? Because me, with my mm-hmm. fucked-up brain, I would have had to have created a whole explanation right. for why those figures were different sizes. Otherwise I would have not been able to play with gene them mutations okay. and okay. evolution. No. Yeah. Um, the way I reconciled it was I didn't give a shit. Okay. Okay. And I just built a shitty little house. Um, we also did this thing with our neighbors. Um, <laughs> never mind. I was going to make a joke about, playing doctor or try to say something dirty, but no, (laughs) this is all being cut, Brian. We would, uh, so I don't know if kids still do this. They, they do, right? Like just like a big random bucket of Legos and everything's mixed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Surely. So all the colors were just jacked. Right. And we would make what we would call mystery boxes. And it was just like, a you know, a, a cube made of solid Lego bricks of random. Yeah. Uh, sizes and colors and you're supposed to like hide something funny in it and then later someone else would open open it up and see what you put in it and it was a this was a game to us well that's good. this was so, what we considered entertaining yeah but i was gonna say just in regards to the multicolor boxes yeah. like uniform bricks are not a luxury that children have when they're playing with Legos. I feel like, like nobody's sitting there like I'm going to make a red boat. It's like, (laughs) no, I'm going to make a boat and whatever this fucking thing looks like is just how, how the cards are going to play. Yeah. Like a six year old child is opening up drawers. Like now where are my light green (laughs) bricks? I'm looking for a blue, I guess a periwinkle actually. (laughs) 
I guess I'm like applying my own like hangups to like a child's mind. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, surely they've sorted their bricks, right? right? Oh yeah. If I was buying Legos now, you better believe oh. I would have one of those giant walls oh, of yeah. shelves where they were all organized by color. Back when I had a lot more Lego bricks and shit, um, and a lot of the sets, I had several like those cases with the little bins and compartments yeah. where I sorted pieces. Um, yeah, and I was all attentive about it. Um, during that period, I had a bunch of the, um, like DC superheroes sets. And so I, I actually filled a detolf with like Batmobiles, Batcopters, Batboats, all that shit. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, Lex Luthor's giant robot suit and <laughs> other stuff. Yeah. So I had a whole, uh, detolf cabinet filled with Lego stuff at one point, but I, uh, I sold it all. Mm-hmm. I was both very poor and desperate um, and also realizing I was really just into the minifigure part of it. Didn't take up yeah. nearly as much space around that same time, because I remember you've always been a bad influence on my um, collecting <laughs> sensibilities. What can I say? I'm a, I'm a bad boy. I was I remember we were with our girlfriends at the time. Yours is the one you're married to now. Mine is somewhere very sad, <laughs> but uh, we were we were at Target with our girlfriend and um, we were both looking at Legos and like excite, which is not something we would do now because we're not Lego people now, really. I mean, you like the minifigure. I am if a new like Batman minifigure you know, <laughs> right, blind right. bag series comes out. Yeah, but I remember I spent a hundred and twenty dollars on something. Maybe it was a bunch of Legos, and it was right around Valentine's Day, <laughs> and I didn't do anything for Valentine's Day. You did Day. nothing. I'm sure I did something, but it was still like. My girlfriend was very Wait. aware that I just dropped $120 on Legos and like $30 on her. You my know? dude didn't even try to hide the fact that he did this. What? what which, which? Those girlfriend? were dark, dark times. Which girlfriend? <laughs> you don't have. You, do, you didn't. You could just give me clues. I'll, I'll bleep it she out. She knows who she is. Bleeped. It's That's okay. Well, I wouldn't have done anything for Valentine. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Oh, no. <laughs> you jerk. Oh, no. I'm not a jerk. You're the one who bought. Like, you should have been like, oh, some of these are for you. <laughs> yeah. But do you remember around that time, though, one of the things I was kind of interested in were they came out with DC. They were like six inch Lego figures that were almost like the Bionicle scale. Yep. I but had they the were Batman DC. And the Joker. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get into these instead of <laughs> oh, yeah. normal Legos. I remember you had all of them. And I yeah, I went out and bought all of them. And then that line just kind of died after died two of, waves. I yeah. think I think it made it two waves and then died. But there were there was a Batman, a Joker, maybe a Green Lantern. Yeah, there was a Green Lantern. But I don't think that were there. I don't there even was, know if there was a Superman. Was there? Probably. Were there Marvel ones? I think they did come out okay. with Marvel ones, but I only had anyway, the DC There are very few. This was like when Bionicle was dying or yeah, dead. Yeah. And they're like, let's just do it, but stick a Batman head on it. Speaking of Bionicle, I was a bit old when those came out, but I was yeah, still. Like, I was old enough where. Probably other people my age, like, like late teenage, early college or something where I was getting back into collecting or I was getting into collecting and no one else obviously was doing that. Yeah. But. My mom, for some sort of holiday or birthday or something, 
like got me a Bionicle and I had never had one before and I wasn't very familiar with them and they came in those like canisters. Did you ever see them? They... I think I remember the canisters from the store. I never and she's had like, them. I know you're in kind of into kind some of this stuff and you <laughs> used to like Legos. So I got you this and it was one of those things like, oh, mom, God. <laughs> and I put it together and it was a hell of a lot of fun. <laughs> like, I was like, fucking rules. yeah, I was like, this Bionicle is kind of the shit. And then, like, yeah, no, thanks, watching, Mom, watching the toys that made us, it's like, oh, I guess I wasn't alone. People really liked that. But they were, all, they were all six years old. Shh. <laughs> you are. Don't judge me. A grown ass man. I mean, I shouldn't. I mean, I'm I like sophisticated toys <laughs> like Batman action figures. You know, I uh, <laughs> off subject still, but looking over there at yours, a couple that you have, you know, I got a few of the imagine next figures. Like I just get the ones yeah. for like the new gods, you know? Yeah. And my current girlfriend is so supportive of my toy collecting and so sweet. So cool. But when I've, Anytime I've gone into the imagine next aisle to just look and see if there's any <laughs> new imagine next, she always is like, but why are you in the baby aisle? <laughs> like <laughs> the baby, like aisle. I will tolerate all of this, but why are you in the baby? aisle? <laughs> Excuse me. It's the three to five aisle. <laughs> right. It's the toddler aisle. And it's like, okay, mental note. I only go into the baby aisle when I'm not with my girlfriend now. Oh God. Yeah, it's not like it's building blocks and rubber duckies. It's right. For, it's for older kids. They're not pastel stuffed animals I'm buying. They're... Plus, who are they making these Imaginec blind bags for? They're, it's the same people that the Lego minifigures are being made for. Is a six-year... Yeah, is a five-year-old like, Mr. Miracle, yeah, exactly. sweet! I use the same example, like, I really gotta get that Mr. Miracle, Mom! Yeah, like, they. I guess I can see Darkseid, maybe. Yeah, Actually, well, he's, like, not in, he's not in a movie still. I guess he's probably in cartoons and stuff. Yeah, but he's still big enough that I'm sure most people are familiar yeah. with him. But anyway, um, where were we? So we were going through, we were recapping our, our life stories of Lego and childhood. Was there anything else of your childhood? No, touched on Lego? Bionicle. I had some of the Technic stuff, too. I kind of liked it. I had a little bit. Like, they had their own kind of, like, action figure type character that you could put in. Really? You could build, like, Technic vehicles, and there was a, a Technic action figure. Was he, guy. like, different? different yeah, size? he was, like, super articulate. He was probably five inches, maybe. I don't think he was, like, a full six inch. I've never seen um, this guy in my life. But he had quite a bit of articulation on him. And How have I not seen this? Yeah. I had, Hang like, on. a helicopter or something he could go in. Technic's Lego figure man? <laughs> if he had a name you know if he had a catchy name like jack stone i'd be able to right. oh yeah this is weird that guy yeah i love how he's still got the yellow skin yeah he's like a minifigure but articulated and like long and lanky yeah well if, i don't know if you ever messed with the technique stuff but they're those builds were like bigger like they you made yeah. bigger vehicles and stuff out i of guess them. so yeah, and so he would fit fit into that and I only had maybe one or two sets of that, but I also liked it quite a bit. This one is a straight-up Borg. Yep. Oh, nice. I like it. But he's not called a Borg. That okay. must. That might have been. Those fellas might have been in that period where they were just putting out so much garbage and just yeah. losing money hand over foot. Maybe we should hand over fist. Hand over foot. I think. A, yeah. I mean, that's, e either one works. We should. We should talk. We should uh, talk about some of their. Did more. you remember 
any of that stuff they were talking. I mean, the, I, I honestly remember seeing and hearing about Jack Stone. I remember that. But some no. of that other garbage they were mentioning, I was like, I, I don't have even never seen any I of this. I don't even remember Jack Stone. Yeah, but we'll, let's get into their stranger ventures and their uh, uh, their lean times, let's call them. Okay. Uh, after we take a break. Okay. Blake's cocking his gun. Put that thing, put that <laughs> thing away. We're getting back on the podcast. You got to put primed your gun and ready to go. Got to put your guns away. Blake. I'm raring to go. So if I had to give the Lego episode of the toys that made us one criticism, it would be too much Jack Stone, <laughs> not enough Zach the Lego Maniac. Oh, did they even hit Zach the they Lego? They did. They okay. Uh, like twice they <laughs> played like a. Uh, Fraction of the theme song where it's just like Zach the Lego Mania or however it goes. Yeah. And show him like dancing across the frame for like half a second and then he's gone. Who is this character? I want to know more about Zach. Uh, those guys don't know how to edit this show right. <laughs> I mean. Just kidding, guys. We love your show. We, no, we love it. We wouldn't spend several hours out. talking about your show if we didn't love it. Also, we want you to retweet the hell out of us. Yeah, signal boost us, please. Just make us famous. Maybe they'll make a second episode where we'll re- really get into Zach's origin. It'll just be part two, Zach the Lego Maniac. And it'll just all, be all about Zach the Lego Maniac. Zach Origins. Yeah, Jack Stone, a very recognizable figure that I definitely remember from being a kid. No, I've never heard of him in my life. I feel like I maybe remember him more from the promotional stuff in television show maybe like i don't think i ever watched did it he, ha- he had his own show maybe he did maybe he didn't maybe i'm just remembering some sort of commercial that was blown up but i i do remember jack stone but i don't know if i remember ever seeing any actual jack stone lego sets yeah i didn't i don't remember it but that was my <laughs> my lowest point for toys i would say and beyond that like even even weirder, like, what the fuck is Galador? Yeah. Like, what? You know what that looked like? And they didn't really give much of a shot of, of it other no. than it was a weird live action TV show. But they very briefly showed a figure that looked like a collection of McDonald's Happy Meal toys or something where it was just like a head with yeah. just parts that you could connect together yeah. So I guess that was the tie-in toy was this weird I looked up some of the toys and they don't look like Legos at all and they do look weird and awful. It seems like maybe Lego wasn't actually trying to build on their own brand but trying to diversify more. You know like let's get into a completely different market. Let's like, get back to our roots. Let's make some uh ducks with wheels. Right. Like some of the children's toys they were trying to make, you know, that none of yeah. them were Lego system. They were just Yeah. Just this shit Weird. that's off the wall. Yeah. Or that, whatever that Barbie fucking thing was that they made. Oh, yeah. I already forgot what it was called. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, so, apparently, Galador was a show between 2002 and 2003. You, uh, you want to know a little bit about it? Yeah, tell me. It's really pretty interesting. Galador, Defenders of the Outer Dimension, followed the adventures of Nicholas Bluetooth. Yes, oh. his name is Nicholas Bluetooth. Well, that's not on the nose at all. 
and Sarah Wi-Fi <laughs> fight the evil menace of... No one even knew knew what Bluetooth was in the year 2002, by the way. <laughs> right. And yeah, so he was the main guy. Okay. Yeah, I I stopped at Bluetooth because I was so blown away. Nicholas Bluetooth <laughs> and his friend Allegra Zane, two teenagers who find themselves warped to Galador, a world in the outer dimension which is being threatened by the evil Gorm. Oh, boy. So... This has got Lego's fingerprints all over it. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what these guys look like. Um, Galador. Oh, yeah. Like, this boy, Nick Bluetooth, looks like half... Half robot, half broken. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so the reason I said it looks like a McDonald's Happy Meal toy... Do you remember the Mr. Gadget... Or Inspector Gadget. Is it this where his arm has become a an airplane wing what for some the reason? Hell? This what is happening to this boy because it's some serious body horror. <laughs> yes, I encourage all the listeners to oh, look yeah. this up. There's there's, there's it's uh, horrifying. Nick, Nick with a robot arm. No, go ahead. Uh so happy when the Matthew Broderick live action version of Inspector Gadget came out, McDonald's yeah. came out with Happy Meal toys that were basically a build a figure. Where each Not one really. was like a little, like a limb or a torso or a head or something that had its own little gimmick that it did on its own, but then you could put them all together. But of course, when you put them all together, it just looked like the worst piece of shit action figure <laughs> you've ever seen. And that is exactly what those Galador figures look like. Is that, yeah. is that McDonald's build a figure of Inspector <laughs> okay. Gadget? They don't come together to make anything. They just suck on their own. <laughs> right. They- I don't think there's any like bricks or building uh, components to them whatsoever. Other than you can take the limbs apart and oh, snap them back. Snap, yeah. Take his robot arm off and put on a lobster claw or something. Uh, because. Or Nick, an airplane wing. <laughs> Nick Bluetooth is an abomination. Oh man, that name. Just like Zach's, Jack Stone. Yeah. They were like, we got to top Jack Stone for worst name. <laughs> they had like. Ten different periods in their history. I think it's only just now where they're like really stable, maybe. Yeah. As, like financially and like not in uh, not in danger of going under. Because I, I, I do think they probably started being a little bit smaller or smarter with what they were doing. They were like, these licenses are like a license to print money. So yeah. Marvel, DC and Star Wars out the ass, baby. Right. And just sticking to that formula, yeah. basically, and keeping the... Although they have had, I mean, between, I don't know how successful Chimera or whatever that. Chima or Kima y- or yeah, Chima. Whatever that is. I don't know how successful that is. The sequel to Ninjago. Right. But obviously Ninjago was very successful for them as, Got as a far as a original property goes. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I I almost forgot that they still can. They actually have the ability to make an original thing that yeah. that is popular somehow. And they do all those collector sets that they usually offer only on online that are like kind of the Lego City stuff where it's like just storefronts oh. and things like that. And they're really cool. Yeah. And those usually stay pretty limited releases, too. Yeah. So, uh, Well, they have like Lego City in. in yeah, the but that's store. all like the rescue police stuff. The more basic stuff. Well, this stuff kids will want to play with, not the stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not the movie theater or flower shop storefront, you know, like. Very, very specific on these storefronts. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could build a, a entire city with them, and they're really cool, uh, but. You should. 
And, you know, if you think about it, Lego's got a pretty solid model there in the fact that they can reuse so much and just make new things. You know, like with modern toy, other toy companies, Hasbro or Mattel or whatever, they do a lot of the reusing parts to make new figures, but they do have to make changes to them and, and things like that. Whereas Lego is like, no, give me part 649F yeah. and part and da 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 and they can just re- they yeah. can just keep making new things over and yeah. over and over again. They have to make a lot of new pieces for things like the Joker's hair. But then, of course, they use that piece again and again for yeah. other things. Yeah, And Batman's head and like their licenses require them to make new molds a lot. Mm-hmm. But when they've done the things like the back to the future set and what do they call them it's like the things that the fans decided on and then they make like a limited run of it yeah they like won't make any new molds for those like the delorean and stuff yeah that i almost bought that delorean at one point and i looked at it and was like you know it's not great well it's good I thought it was good and very clever using only pieces that already existed within the like sort of Lego yeah. universe, like no new parts. Yeah. And like even even um, Marty and and Doc Brown were all uh, reused. parts. Yeah. Well, they with, just reused them from that time traveler set that I had as a kid. Yeah, they are. They had them ready. <laughs> they to go. were based on to begin with. Uh, yeah. Doc Brown's hair was Joker's hair. Done yeah. White. And of course, they had a skateboard, I think, from Bart. Simpson, probably, right. probably before Bart Simpson. Yeah, but, oh, I'm sure. Um, and then they they give him new paint jobs, of course. I used to have that set. That was a good one. I showed Adam, but um, at Target, they just randomly had that. Have you ever seen this at retail? They had the $350 Ghostbuster. That's uh, what was so shocking when you sent me that picture is because obviously I know it's out there, but I've yeah. never seen it at retail ever. I thought it was one of those like Lego store only. Yeah. That was my always un- always my understanding of yeah, it as well. But it's the giant firehouse, right? That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, with like all the Yeah, that was one of those things I really wanted that in the in the Ecto one, but man, it's hard to pull it's a, a trigger on a three yeah. three hundred dollar Lego set. Yeah. And I couldn't encourage something I came to do something dangerously close. Dangerously close to buying that eight hundred dollar collector's edition Millennium Falcon. Oh they Jesus. Yeah, it was yeah, like that would be way worse. It's like, let's see if I pull all my credit cards together and I oh, do. Oh God! And finally, I just talked myself out of it. But man, I'm telling you, I was. It was like my finger was on the trigger, the... squeezing, baby. <laughs> it was close. You had it up. You had brought it to the checkout. Yeah, I clicked the button and then just moved the cursor off before unclicking. You it. made like, it was some right there. poor lady take it back. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> but. Um. No, but okay, let's think this through to its logical conclusion. You buy the $800 Millennium Falcon that's roughly 15 feet wide. You take it home. You spend five months building it. Well, there's where you messed up first. <laughs> I would never open, have opened it. Never, oh, ever. Okay. All right. That would have been That would have been one of those things like, wait, this is eventually going to be worth several thousand dollars, which is why I was so close to buying it. Because yeah. all those other collector editions, Millennium Falcons, like the first one they made, mm-hmm. it's worth like, I mean, people buy it for like $10,000 or something like that now. Damn. And it was like, man, an $800 investment's not bad if this is going to turn into ten or $15,000. I would just figure with my luck that I would buy the first version that didn't appreciate. Yeah, and that seems right. to yeah. be the way it goes exactly. with me and toys. Yeah. But all of those Star Wars, like, collectors i forget what they call them 
Um, I don't know if they're just called collector's editions or something like that, but those have all like appreciated pretty pretty well in value. Yeah, Nothing so. like that first Millennium Falcon. But the ones that come with like a hardcover book instead yeah, of a, a floppy exactly. instruction manual. And that that Millennium Falcon boasted that it was the largest Lego set ever made yeah. too, with some insane number of bigger pieces. than like the Death Star one, which was insanely big in itself. Yeah, I'm just too paranoid to put together giant lego sets anymore because it's like where can i display them and if that's i the thing and that's, if i have to move them around too much i'm gonna destroy this thing i was gonna say and it's gonna be that fire truck all over again <laughs> flat you're having flashbacks of your childhood exactly but that but i'd rather break a small fire truck than an 800 yeah. millennium falcon my next question would have been where do you put this thing and like what room of your house do you have to devote to just a Millennium <laughs> right, Falcon? Right. <laughs> like the the poor people who bought the USS flag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and had to make a new uh wing onto their house for it. They had a um uh so Lego had like kind of an anti violence stance for a long time. It's it's always kind of been their thing, yeah. right? Uh sort of gunless and they try to stay that way, but their licenses get in the way sometimes. Yeah, um, but even then, I feel like the licenses do stick mostly to more fantastic, right? Than, than not realistic, not actual like military. Yeah, <laughs> because whatever you do, they don't want you to build a tank. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Still to this day, <laughs> they made the castle yellow <laughs> because they were <laughs> to afraid avoid the tank. that gray pieces. People would, and I, and Which I'm thinking, that is super paranoid. Well, I'm like, thinking, are tanks gray? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, are they like, since what are they? They're I, definitely not yellow. This is before they had like green and yeah, they just, just choose the, the color furthest from a, from a tank. <laughs> and that castle looked pretty ridiculous being yellow. But it's kind of what I said earlier where kids don't have the luxury about worrying of, about the colors when they're putting together yeah. their own stuff. If so, they make a tank, it's going to be a rainbow tank. Right. <laughs> if they wanted a tank, they'd be putting together any color damn tank they want. So, yeah, they, they, this uh, fear of, of the gray tank is completely <laughs> unfounded. But, uh, yeah, so they didn't want to make like guns for the minifigures to hold but then they flash to that uh i want to own a 1940s lego pistol is what i'm yeah. saying <laughs> because they made a realistic looking toy pistol in the 40s right and i just want to own it but do you remember a lot of the like space uh figures and probably the firemen it was something they reused a lot but it was the gun accessory but it basically looked like a flashlight Kind of, it looked uh, like a flashlight with like a little handle for them to hold on to it, but it kind of had a uh, a conical. Oh yeah, it was all it was it was kind of like a ray gun. Yeah, so a, it was like even gun. then it didn't look like a gun. It looked more like a. It was sci-fi. It had a sci-fi yeah. bent to it, and it had multiple uses. Where, which I think was probably more out of practicality, so they could use it for a bunch of different things, but. Um, folks, I'm opening a drawer again. This is theater of the mind where I, <laughs> I keep assorted Lego junk that I'm not really sure why I have it. Um, uh, what's this piece right here? I'm pulling out a tiny little Lego piece. Oh, that definitely looks like a gun. I mean, yeah. So there's this random piece that's not a gun, but is the shape of a gun. And, well, I don't that's know. just that's gotta a be a gun. Homie. Yeah. But, like, they've used it for all sorts of different, like, yeah. things. But it could also just be a gun that your minifigure holds. 
Yeah, they probably eventually had to kind of cave and make start making some weapons. Yeah, yeah remember um, Disney's very popular film, The Lone Ranger? <laughs> I do remember that that film. Now, for that film was inexplicable, but what's even more inexplicable is that uh, Jessica and I like bought a set, <laughs> a Lego set of it. Man, why yes. does that ring a bell? It seems like I remember that happening. I, I don't know. Maybe we showed it to you. But for yeah, they made Lego sets of Blake, it with, with horses. Why did you buy a Lego set of Lone Ranger? I don't even remember. Like we were just really into building. We just wanted to build a Lego set at yeah. the time, and we were like, "Cool." I don't know those cowboys. That's that's settling, my man. <laughs> settling I, for a set when there was like no no Batman. Or superhero stuff out at the time. This this was like a dry spell in the Legos. next best vigilante. <laughs> exactly, the Lone Ranger, the other masked vigilante. Um, what I was getting at is that oh yeah, I love my little uh, Johnny Depp and Indian face uh, yeah. minifigure. Mm-hmm. He was great. But what I was getting at is that those cowboys had six shooters. So yeah. they did kind of cave on that. Yeah, I was gonna say at some point they were making Wild West figures. As and... long as it's a historical weapon, you know, no AKs in yeah. Lego. And the swords were always very, very round. You know, they were like <laughs> very blunt. There's <laughs> right, no right. chance you're gonna stab yourself on this Lego sword. That dragon was just gonna keep coming back because they weren't you know, piercing oh. that hide. I forgot about dragons. Yeah. I thought that was the cool. I, d- I didn't have one when I was a kid, and I was so jealous of my friends who had, like, the dragon piece. I didn't have – the dragons were one thing, but also the horses. I had some yeah. friends that had horses, and I thought those were so awesome, and I never had a horse Lego. Uh, now who wants a Lone Ranger set? Because Shh. maybe they had horses. I still wouldn't. I still oh. wouldn't de- you debase could just- myself like that. <laughs> you could just pre- pretend that the cowboy was an army hammer. Did I tell you about when my dad and I went and saw Lone Ranger? <laughs> you saw it. I didn't even see yeah. the movie. Because my dad really likes Western. Oh, so boy. he and I went to see Lone Ranger. I thought he would like that. Give us a good dad story. And my dad loves every movie. No matter what <laughs> it is, no matter what we see, he loves it. You, he's one of those guys that just thinks every movie he sees is the greatest thing he's ever That's seen. Awesome we we left the Lone Ranger in complete silence, and neither of us said a word. Oh my god! I've never seen my dad react that way to a movie. Oh my god! Of just being like, that. Well, that happened. Oh, that happened to me, and I'll never get those hours back. <laughs> right. I mean, I heard it was bad, but like I didn't think it would so Dale bad, Timish bad, like so bad that like a guy who just likes westerns and enjoys everything, yeah, can't get anything out of it. And it wasn't that he was talking bad about it, but the silence was enough, especially if you know my dad <laughs> and knows that know that he never stops talking, yeah, ever, ever. He was traumatized, clearly, and somehow Lone Ranger just shut him right up. Dad, your silence speaks volumes. <laughs> exactly. You don't have to say anything, Dad. You hated it. Meanwhile, Adam is like, that was the best movie I've ever seen. It was so bad. Did you know Samsonite made Lego? For <laughs> I didn't know that. That was, you know, what's weird is they, they made a joke about that. They were like, this guy shows up with his luggage, presumably Samsonite. Uh-huh. But it was before they told the story about Samsonite buying or. No, I think so, it was. So it didn't during make the story. Oh, I just remember when they said it, it was like, what the fuck does that no. like? <laughs> Okay, probably Samsonite. Said, I think they said Samsonite like one time, and then he's, he's like, presumably the luggage is Samsonite. <laughs> and then uh, and then they showed a commercial for like 
um, finally, Lego has come to America. Lego brought to you by Samsonite. Made <laughs> and didn't even the American commercial say now made better? Or it said something that <laughs> sounded vaguely like demeaning, like it, yeah, now made even better, something like that. Because it's American made, of course. Um, and it they advertise it as like uh, the European sensation, <laughs> yeah. Lego. Going back to that Hank Hill voice. Um, <laughs> I wasn't even trying to do Hank Hill, but that's what I landed on. Uh, another thing somewhat related, but I don't know if this is where you were going. But one of the early Lego um, commercials that they kept playing was when it was just like b- building buildings and things like that before they got into like the castle yeah. and space and everything. Um, and this kind of goes back to the collectible Just stupid cities for. Stupid yeah. It goes back kids. to the collectible cities. But when the very first commercial, they were like, you can build all sorts of things like, and do you remember what the first thing they say is? Oh shit. Was one of them a bridge? I'm sure it was. Was it like a railing? But a they, they list off a number of things that you can build. And the first, I don't know why I think this is so funny. The first thing they say is hotels. <laughs> like that's what kids are just, just shaking the gates down. Finally, <laughs> finally, I can build my Waldorf Astoria. Five stars raves. <laughs> the Lego magazine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I remember the long list of, it's like they got, it's like they hired the micro machines man to like rattle off a bunch of crap you could build. And one of them was like bridge with like, and it showed like the kid, like adding the guard railings or something (laughs) along the bridge and that was supposed to be a selling point. Yeah. Like, oh boy. I don't know. It was the sixties. Yeah. Kids were so easily amused. That's what I'm trying to say. They didn't have these screens in front of their faces all the time. You know the other I mean? brick that took down Lego, the pixel. <laughs> oh, I was going to say that. I was going to mention that, too, because it's like, how is a pixel a brick? <laughs> I, know. Like, I was. Wait, what? I was actually. OK, so I watched this episode a while back and I was watching it again tonight as a refresher. But since I had seen it, I was like in and out of the room. Yeah. I wasn't like paying a, a ton of attention. But that was one thing I was in the other room yeah. and they were like, it was taken down by a different kind of brick. And it piqued my interest. A little yeah, bit. I, was I was like, like wait, what, what kind of brick gonna... are they talking about? And then they're like a pixel. And I was like, oh, that's uh, that's a stretch uh, there, buddy. Uh, <laughs> mixing metaphors. Um and then they just did this montage of like PlayStation and Nintendo yeah. commercials <laughs> yeah. from like 1995, right? Or maybe even before. Yeah, it was like PlayStation, that original <laughs> PlayStation ad. PlayStation, yeah. Mario's face on the Earth. Remember mm-hmm. that one? I think that might have been Super Nintendo, maybe. But I, I don't think video games directly compete with Lego. I mean, there people say and write a lot about you know, the competition for kids attention spans, but Mm, I think video games have hurt the toy market for children consumers. That's why, which is why there's video games now, which is why now all toys are kind, especially like Hasbro and Mattel with their superhero lines are like kind of a, an in-between area where they're not just like more expensive adult collector toys but they're not child's toys either. You know, they're, it's like they're yeah. trying to kind of blend that line, like to yeah. appeal to the, the biggest market possible. And the, yeah. And the, the very successful toys that you put into your video games, like <laughs> right. Disney infinity, womp, womp. Amiibo, Lego and, dimensions and other extinct lines. Yeah. Amiibo is extinct, right? Yeah. So is Lego dimensions. Lego like dimensions is done too. 
Oh, well, no, I'm sorry. I don't know if Amiibo is um, Because I can't find it in stores. Yeah. I think Toys to Life in general is mostly. Yeah, like even Skylanders? Even Skylanders? It was kind of a flash in the pan. I think Skylanders is the last holdout. For some reason, it was inexplicably popular. Yeah. I don't know why. And, you know, when Disney Infinity pulled the plug, it was not... That was because of their own mismanagement. It wasn't even because demand went down. Yeah, it seemed like people... They just overproduced and lost yeah. a shitload of money, but... They'd barely gotten started, it seemed yeah. like, and it seemed like it was a fine... It was doing fine. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> Floaters in the Lego bathroom. Remember yeah, that, that was, joke? That was a good joke. It's a good joke. <laughs> oh, God damn it. There's just... Uh, there's these filthy... They'll just, like, throw a completely filthy joke in the <laughs> right, middle of an right. episode that just catches you off guard. And then they called back to it a couple times, too. Like, yeah. They'd show, like, the picture... Again, of the... Ba- the yeah, of the outside of the bathroom and, like, a toilet flush sound <laughs> yeah. effect. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, and several times they'd show that guy, like, standing in front of the sink, like... Yeah. This is where we put the boat. Oh, boy. Floaters um which did kind of work did you have any legos that i had never put on them? i never floated a lego i got i say. never played with them a ton in water but i it was always like more of a curiosity thing where i would put the floaters on and then run and do that thing in the sink like that guy and and put it in there and be like yep it See, floats i don't then, even think i know what these pieces are it's like, it's all it is is a little circle that's got four pegs on the inside that you can stick to the bottom but if you put enough you won't, and you don't need that many, but if you put, you know, four four to six or something underneath your boat. It is it float. like, it's like a sphere? No, no, it's just a, it's just a flat circle, but it's rounded on the bottom. Oh, I think I know the piece that yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, okay. I think they use it for like side And it's got like four stuff. pegs on mm-hmm. top. Yeah. I think I know the piece. I didn't know that that made things float. Yeah. Well, I don't think one of them would do the trick. You got to have Do Legos float in general? <laughs> If I dropped just a Lego brick by itself in the toilet right now, and if I don't know, I don't know why I said toilet, but no, I stand by it. So, any any final thoughts on this episode? Uh, the, I, and then we'll play a game, maybe. Oh yeah, because um, I want to play a game. Okay, let me go ahead and just pull oh, this shit. out. We'll move this. What? We'll move this along real quick. I brought Blake a gift to celebrate this episode of what is happening. He's t- getting down on one knee. Blake, we've been friends for a long oh, no. time. Uh, no, I brought you some mini fi- do, question. Do you do you still have your Simpsons house Lego set? You bet your sweet ass I do. How did we make the through the entire episode That's, without oh you talking about the Simpsons house that you have in your bedroom? Like half an hour ago, I was like, I need to talk about the Simpsons house. And then we got onto something else. Yeah. So the best Lego thing I, I have right now is we got Jessica and I got the Simpsons house as a gift. That we never would have bought for ourselves. Yeah, it's crazy expensive, it's so expensive and yeah. so big and unwieldy, and it took days to build. But now it sits on our dresser in our bedroom. Well, I know you already have several minifigures with the house, but several, but not enough. I've brought you even more. Oh God! Because I went, I bought a bunch of the series two minifigure blind bags, and uh-huh. it was a complete impulse, and I never wanted them. So just they, recently. No, this was oh, okay. probably a year ago. I was like, I was like, where'd you find these? <laughs> yeah, no, this was probably I was in at a Walgreens in the middle of nowhere, and I saw them there. And I've never seen uh, the Simpsons series at anywhere really because they were pretty rare. I did when they were like brand new, but yeah, yeah. They, they went fast. So I bought all of them at that Walgreens and nice. ended up 
not wanting them. So here is oh, Homer, shit. Homer in oh, his my God. Sunday's best. We don't have that. Yeah, it's Valentine's Day Homer. He's wearing a suit. Here is That's so cute. Marge oh, in her God. Sunday's best. I'm hoping it's the whole family in their church outfits. It is not. Uh, here is Maggie and Santa's little helper. Oh, gotta love that. Uh, yeah, we we have the family for the house, but we don't have the pets. Here is Millhouse with comic book <laughs> titled Biclops. <laughs> this is like a deep cut from the show because I remember Radioactive Man. I don't even... Biclops is probably like in the background. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I'll just give you these two together. This is Patty and Selma. Oh, my God. Did any of the Simpsons that you bought had these new skirt editions? Yes. They're a pain in the ass to put yeah, on. Yeah, they, uh, they're cloth skirts that you have to, like, wrap like the around. Cl- like the cape material. Like Lisa and Marge, both Yeah, the ones we've done, yeah. Yeah, they're kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, I noticed you didn't do them very well. So. Oh, okay, well, feel free to fix it, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Just kidding, you did so great. Uh, there. There's Miss Krabappel. R.I.P. Oh, she's got a picture of Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> I love it. Uh, there is Hans Mole Man. Oh my God! This is okay. This is the best one yet. Yeah, Jessica and I love Mole Man. Oops, that was the sound and of me dropping. Here Selma. is my personal favorite. I almost thought about keeping this minifigure for myself. I'm but so glad you did. Decided not to. Comic book guy. Oh shit! You did not. He's got a squishy. Also a comic. What's his comic? Every man. Huh. See, this is another one that was probably. That I don't know. It's That's probably a... in the background yeah, animation, exactly. just sitting on the on the comic book. Yeah, uh, probably rack. one of the things from the comic book rack. Anyway, so there you go. Some lots of minifigures to add to your Simpsons house. Characters that don't make sense to all be together. Yeah, at the Simpsons what I was house about at the to say was, I love that the house is just going to be full of everyone from the town, <laughs> <laughs> and also multiple versions of the family. Right. right. <laughs> I should make it so where like the the family is looking at. Uh, doppelgangers of themselves sitting on the couch. Yeah. Like that one couch oh, guy. Oh, yeah, that'd be a good one. Hans Molman is holding a v- voided hound driver's license. <laughs> That's so good. I fucking love it. <laughs> Ageism, right? <Yeah. laughs> oh, God. I can hear his voice in my head now. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, now I, I want to... Oh, I'm going to crack open that house and play with it again. Yeah. Because the way it works is like it folds open. Yeah. And, and it it's ha- like kind of an ordeal to do, especially because oh, as big as it is. Yeah. yeah. Like I have to clear off the the uh, dresser before I can even open it. We're, oh, there was a quickie mark too, wasn't there? Yeah. We don't oh, have man. that one. God. where we, See, if you got that, you'd have to display them together. And it's like. I know. Where would you put two you giant have to have like a whole like room. A, yeah. And like I. It's the what I like to call the foam Tony conundrum. <laughs> exactly. Where do you Don't find space for all this stuff? You buy these giant Lego sets. Where are you going to put them? Don't at me. Don't at me. <laughs> Some, <laughs> yeah. Somebody's going to be like, I have a room in my house where I have seven Millennium Falcons. <laughs> uh, because our Simpsons house is now so dusty. Yeah. I was like, we've, we've got to get it. Some kind of glass case. Yeah. Not a day shelf because mine are full. We got to get and another would, glass would case. Would it even fit in a day shelf? I don't think it's it would, pretty big. I don't think it would fit very well. And you couldn't open it. Like, yeah. that's for sure. I don't think it's too tall, but it might be too wide or too long. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Either way, the ho- the one of my favorite parts of the house is the garage opens and the little Simpsons car 
is really cute. Yeah. All right, let's play a game. Okay, enough about Legos. Um, all right, so you can't... This game is called... I'm calling it... This is a name I copyrighted. Bat Card Bios. Bat Card Bio Mystery... No. Let's... First of all, it sounds like in my headset you're saying bat car. Bat. <laughs> and okay, well, I know you wouldn't call the Batmobile a bat car, but what you're saying is back card. But yeah, and really, I know that I know. Don't at me. The term is card back, but this is a callback <laughs> to when our uh, often guest Josh kept saying, kept insisting that it was back card. Back card, which doesn't make sense. Plus, but... it's, it starts with a B and bio starts with a B. So the way you play the game is you read the, the little write-up biography of the character on the back of the card or the package for the toy. And then the other person has to guess who it is. Yep. And I'm easy going peasy. to redact... Redact any information, of course, that would give away the answer. Okay, so I was going to ask that: is should we just redact the name, or should we try to try redact, to redact anything that gives it away? What if it's so hard that you need the extra information? I feel like a couple of mine are pretty hard that you might not be able to get them unless I leave I in certain them. information. Well, use your best judgment. Okay, but if it's like blank, uh, an Amazonian warrior princess from Themyscira. <laughs> Okay. Like that gives it away. <laughs> right. No. I'm going to replace the name. I don't care how you do this, but I'm always going to replace the name with this character. That way okay. I can read it more smoothly. Blank, I feel like yeah, you're right. the whole I, narrative. I'm going to steal that idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do that. All right. Uh, you want to go first? Or, or you, you read want... me one. Okay. I didn't write mine down. I have to go grab the actual packages and I then... just took pictures of all mine and oh, I saved them that. on my phone. Okay. Here's a good one. Easy. I'll start easy. Yeah, give me an easy one. In 2688, Earth is a paradise thanks to a te to the teachings of the Great Ones. At least it will be if they can pass history class. Luckily, they've got this character, an ultra-cool guardian angel from the future in a time-traveling phone booth. <laughs> okay, I know the series, but the... The thing is so convoluted. I'm not sure which character is talking about. <laughs> is this a single figure? Yes, it's a single figure. It's it refers to the great ones, which is who you may be thinking, but that's not who the figure is. Is not of the great ones. Read it. Read the rest of it again. <laughs> in in 2688, Earth is a paradise thanks to the teachings of the great ones. At least it will be if they can pass history class. Luckily, they've got this character, mm. an ultra-cool guardian angel from the future in a time-traveling phone booth. It's a little confusing that they refer to him as a guardian angel, but... Yeah, that, that kind of threw me let off. Me, let me help you in saying that he is not an angel. <laughs> okay, not a literal angel. Um, wait, it's someone from the future? Yeah. He shows up in a time-traveling phone booth. Do you just... Do you just... <laughs> I'm going to say death. Oh, close. No, it's Rufus. Oh, okay. As played by George Carlin. I've never seen the movie. Uh oh. Oh. <laughs> well, I guess that makes I mean, it more difficult for you then. I've I've just seen the toys. I'm only familiar <laughs> with those. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's from the NECA line, and he came yeah. uh, packaged with a um, from Shout Factory. They came out with a special edition Bill and mm. Ted two pack, and they packed a. Um, a NECA Rufus with it. Nice. Yep. Nice. Okay. I want to 
we can go back and forth, but you can't look at what I'm getting. Okay. My eyes are closed. <laughs> I close my eyes. Only for a moment and the moment's gone. You were supposed to be back by the time I finished that one lyric. No. Okay. All right. I'll yeah, just, close just, my eyes yeah, yeah, just straight up don't look at me. I feel like my method for this game is a little bit easier. <laughs> I, Instead I think of I wheeling this. in every action figure uh, I own. I have to go to the garage and get a box <laughs> full of boxes. Pardon me. I think last time I took pictures and this time I, was, I didn't think. Okay, this character, the newest blank, <laughs> must overcome the blanks <laughs> influence and her fears to rise as the hero she's meant to be. Now, what's beautiful about this game is how amazingly vague <laughs> they are about the characters. You really get a feel for who she is, right? Yeah. Can you Rise read it again? This character, the newest member of her group, must overcome the influence of the, um, let's say it's an artifact, and her fears... To rise as the hero she's meant to be. Oh, is it Jessica Cruz? Yeah. Did you guess that just because, you know, I got her recently? No, it was. Well, I mean, that's what helped solidify it for me. But it was the latest member of the group yeah. and the um, face her fears. Is yeah. What sold it for. Me. I emphasize fear. OK. Can okay. I open my eyes now or? Yeah, you can. Op you can open your eyes. OK. Okay, this one's, well, that one might be too hard. Okay, so you have one point, I have none points. I got it. <laughs> I can still come back from this. I'm trying to mix them up because so many of mine are from the same line. Okay, I'll do this Please one. don't be all Bill and Ted. <laughs> uh, possessing a sunny, this one's going to be pretty hard. Possessing a sunny outlook on life, Solus became even more upbeat once he was hit with radiation and instilled with superpowers making him even more of a positive influence on his best friend, the volatile blank. Solus is the name of this first character? But it's not like, think of more... Solus is the friend of this character? No, no, no. Solus is the character. But that's a different name for him. Oh. Can you read it again? <laughs> yeah. And when I'm saying Solus, I'm not saying without a soul. Yeah, think and that's what I thought you okay. were saying at first. And I was just really confused. Uh, possessing so a sunny outlook on life. Okay, son. Solus became <laughs> even more upbeat once he was hit with radiation and instilled with superpowers, <laughs> making him even more of a positive influence on his best friend, the volatile. The volatile. So the blank that you the left. The friend is a volatile character. And that's the figure that we're talking about here? No. What? Solus is the figure that we're talking about oh, uh, by okay. a different name. Is this a, a, a Marvel character? No. No? Shit. I'm going to get so much shit for this if if people actually <laughs> if people actually talk to me online, I would get so much shit for this. I'll tell you, is it's it, a figure I got very recently. Is it a DC character? Yes. Bombarded uh, by sun? Sun radiation? Sunny? Sunny? Sunny! It's not Superman. He's powered by the sun. It just says radiation. Radiation. Firestorm, the nuclear man. 
Nope. I'm going to hate myself. Tell me. It's Light Ray. Oh, wait. Oh, fuck. As of New God's Light oh, Ray. I just okay. bought him. Eh. Okay, so he has another name, and it's... Solus, apparently. Okay, I didn't know that. S-O-L-I-S. He can't have a regular person name like Scott Free? (laughs) Yeah, I almost took a picture of... uh, Actually, I did take a picture of all the other ones, but that was the most difficult one. Wow, I'm 0 for 2. Yep. I mean, you've already won at this... No, you haven't, because I haven't done a second one. Yeah. Oh, am I supposed to close my eyes again? Yep. Okay, no peeking. None, none, none peaks to be had. I don't even think I have to redact anything. Strong. <laughs> Sassy. Looks amazing in spandex. Oh, man. You could say he's the total package. Now. Uh, is that all? That's, that's all there needs to be about this, this character is it is it first appearance Deadpool? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're just guessing which Deadpool it is, right? Yeah. Uh, I think the the other Deadpool said something similar, but <laughs> they probably all say the same thing. Uh, mine were, I think, mine were too easy. Yours are too hard. You cheated. It. It. I benefit from buying weirder stuff other than just DC yeah. Universe and Marvel Legends. I buy really predictable ones. Oh man, this one's great. This might be one of my favorites. The okay. world of awesome began with a sky filled with stars and a very special animal. Bl- this character learned his destiny was to bring fun to kids everywhere. And so, by following some magical stars, he found a new home and new friends. What the hell? I'm just going to have to stop it there. The hell is this? <laughs> this is impossible. Steven Universe? I will what? say... <laughs> I will say that none of this makes any sense to this character at all. <laughs> I'll give you this one for free if you can't guess it, because you won't. So it like it's like nonsense? Because sometimes they don't even it's pertain just, to the character. Right, it's just this character is not one that you typically think of having any backstory at all. Uh, and for uh, some reason, this is a really weird backstory that just makes no does sense. Does it say he's from the planet Awesome? The world of Awesome began... With a sky filled with stars and a very special animal. At, at least tell me what universe it's from. It's not in the universe. I'll tell you, I'll, I'm replacing animal with the specific type of animal. So I'll fix that and see if you can get it from there. Okay. The world of awesome began with a sky filled with stars and a very special giraffe. This character learned his destiny was to bring fun to kids everywhere. Oh Wait and a so by following some magical stars, he found a new home and new friends at a at specific store. This retail location. <laughs> so Jeffrey the Giraffe. It has is an, Jeffrey has the Giraffe. Origin story. Apparently he followed magical stars and found new home That's and new friends at Toys R Us. What Jeffrey the, Gir- the Giraffe is this that you got? Uh, so you know the company Schleich? I yeah. think that's their name. That made oh, just, yeah. They, they made a random fucking Jeffrey okay. the Giraffe. I think I knew that. I think I'd seen that. I just didn't know that they wrote a bio on the yeah, back of it. Whenever they announced that Toys R Us was closing, I saw someone post a picture of that. And I was like, oh, man, if I'm looking for a last minute Jeffrey Giraffe collectible to remember Toys R Us by, it's got to be that Schleich figure. And I, so I ran yeah. to Toys R Us and there were like two left. It's a better one than the Funko. Oh, I, absolutely. It's amazing that they actually had them when you went. Yeah. 
okay, I want to read one more just for funnies. Okay. It's bad. Okay. Uh, you have to close your eyes again. Eyes are closed. All right, look somewhere else. Okay. Um, this character, the last son of this planet. Oh, boy. <laughs> is about... Is is bound to his promise to protect Alex Danvers. Wait, what? This shape shifting character. Oh, oh okay. I for, I it it said shape shifting. Yeah, but you he's bound. To... He's bound to protect it's Alex Danvers. John Johns. Yeah. Uh, Martian Manhunter. Now I had to look up who Alex Danvers was. Yeah, I was like, like, that one threw me. What? As soon as you said of Last Son of, I was like, okay, it's some sort of Superman. Yeah, not but... Last Son of Krypton, Last Son of Mars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long story short, I completed my Clayface. Yeah, all right. Do you want me to do one more for goofs? Yeah, if you want to do one more for goofs, you won the game. Like I was terrible okay. at the game, but. This character is such a refreshing guy that he delivers Pepsi Cola to thirsty people. He can pop up Pepsi Cola with schwa action and deliver them around everywhere. According to reliable sources, he is the promoter of Pepsi Cola Company. And reliable sources. And this character is also such an athlete that he is good at all kinds of sports, especially he is so into sideways riding sports <laughs> such as surfing, snowboarding, skateboarding, etc. Whoa, he sideways riding. Very confident of his physical ability. Oh, uh, I know what this is because you showed me already. Uh, but it's that hilarious Pepsi Man from Japan. Was it Japan? Yep, it is Pepsi Man. And in fact, this particular character was called the fucked of Pepsi Man. <laughs> F-U-C-T. Of course he's called that. Of course. And he also was a limited edition figure, and he came with a, a leg cast and a um, crutch because he gets... If you've seen the commercial that the figure is based on, he crashes while doing the sideways riding sports. Oh, of course. Of course. It's... Why does, why does Japan get a mascot man for Pepsi and we I don't? I don't know. Who loves... I mean, we, we love extreme sports in this yeah, country. Yeah, he's a good... He's a pretty decent character, and actually, he's not. He doesn't have a lot of articulation, but the joints are pretty good. Except for his right wrist is pretty brittle. It's if you move it at all, it'll probably fall off. But <laughs> other than that, it's not a bad figure. Well, he's he's supposed to be kind of broken, right? That's yeah. like part of his injury. Yep. Uh, well, I think America just wasn't ready for the fucked of Pepsi. <laughs> right, right. And that's why. Uh, should we wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap we've it been, up. Oh shit, we've been going strangely long for. Well, some you'll reason. have to cut out all those twenty-minute breaks while you were digging for toys to yeah, play this game. Yeah, I'll cut out a lot of it. Uh, do some plugs real quick. Yep, check me out at it's still at Toy Vandal on Instagram, the official Instagram of Shelf Life Podcast, and I'm at Shelf Life Atom A T O M on Twitter. And please, if you listen to the show and you like it, make sure you rate and review it on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you're able to. Five stars it. Subscribe it. Write a review. And tell your friends. I don't care what you say. Write a shitty review. Hashtag it. Shelf Life Podcast. Thank you. More of that for our theme song, my band, moreofthat.bandcamp.com. And until next time, life in plastic, it's, it's fantastic. fantastic.